This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 bucks at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet to claim your free bet today. And we're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering a 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to go check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, DJs, welcome back to the Wyndham DFS show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with special guest Ryan Baroff from the Golflandia podcast. Ryan, what's up, buddy? How are you? I am doing good, Capper. Thanks for having me on, and happy birthday to you. Thanks, bud. Yeah, man. So, uh, so the Wyndham. What do you think <laughs> yeah. of this? What do you think of this tournament as a whole? Always look forward to the Wyndham because it's the end of of the DFS year, pretty much <laughs> as we know it, and uh, means NFL is around the corner. Yeah, but um, no, I I like it just because this is a nice uh, nice predictable event for the most part. Um, you don't have to do a lot of new research. The same guys play every year. The same <clears throat> storylines, narratives. So it's like, nope. yeah, you just kind of have to make your picks and go with it. Yeah, and, and it's kind of crazy, right? So I think last year I was like, "Fuck that shit! I'm not playing web. I don't care." And mm-hmm. of course, it did not work out. I think it was last year. It was either last year or the year before when he looked like he was going to miss the cut on Thursday. Played like crap, came back and like made the cut. Yeah, on Friday. It was, it's still top ten. Yeah, I think it was a couple of years ago. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things, you know. He plays well here, and now it's a big lit, a litmus test because he is uh, quite bad these days. So. He is. He looked like yeah. he he looked like he found a little form last week, uh, and then just kind of went to sleep over the weekend. Like, he yeah, about, like, yeah one good day and then, uh, yeah, that again. And it's wild. Like it's such a narrative street too. Like he named his daughter mm-hmm. after the fucking course. Like yeah. that sounds so ridiculous, but he plays mm-hmm. so well here. It's silly. Like, I, I, like, I don't know. And early projections show him at like 10%. There's zero fucking chance. He's 10%, right? In the lower buy-in contest. Yeah. He'll be a little higher than that, but yeah, the high stakes stuff, you may even see him like five, 6%. Even lower. Yeah, because they're just going to – any model, anyone who's doing this, you know, is going to have Lowry and M and Zalatoris way ahead of them, and it's just oh, – it becomes hard to play Web Simpson. That's – so do you subscribe to that? It's hard. Not at that price, I don't think. Like, I don't know. He's just not good. Like, <laughs> right, no, I agree. Finish, like, okay, if Web plays well, right, let's say he yeah. finishes, I don't know, ninth, eighth, uh – Zalatoris, Lowry, and M would all have to finish worse than eight, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen, right? I mean, we've seen it uh, last week. It was Fino, Cantlay, Young, one, two, two. The week before, you know, like these guys are playing well. You want to jam in the top guys. And I just don't think we'll be getting to web this week. Yeah. Listen, that, that's, that's, but what about just ge- game theory wise? Like if he's going to be yeah. only 4% owned. And let's say M, like I call him Knucklehead, right? I've called him Knucklehead for years because it looks like it looks like he's always going to do something. And then he's mm-hmm. on fifteen, you know, two shots off the lead and hits it three times out of the sand trap, once into the fucking water, and bye bye, yeah. Sanjay. You know what I mean? Like he and he doesn't seem to have the propensity for that type of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. But in my head, it's still a, a scare. No, they can all do it. I don't like so I don't really let let ownership make me change my plays. You know, the guys that I like, I do that. Uh, research pretty early in the week and they're the guys that I like, but I will uh, knock out guys that I'm on the fence about with ownership. Like for example, okay. this week, 
call it Siwoo Kim weight, right? Yeah. If he's going to be 25 or 26% owned, I think that's the range where there's a lot more leverage because I think there's a lot of guys in there who can win or get close to winning at half or a third of that ownership. Yeah. And Siwoo, so man, I mean, Siwoo's a better outright bet anyway. Like, as somebody sure. who has yeah. lit a lot of money on fire with him over the years. Like it's it's such a roller coaster. Like he could have a good Thursday and completely blow up on a Friday. And he's playing not- as good as he's gonna play. So uh, coming to his favorite course, and uh, I think the only issue with him, obviously, is he's very heavy in the short game right now. Right, lots yeah. of chippings, lots of butts. Um, yeah. He made an ace here when he won, so that number skewed a little bit too. Like, <laughs> yeah, just dead. <laughs> so, uh, but look, he's playing awesome. He's been making a ton of cuts, anyways, and now he's showing some upside. So. Yeah, but twenty five percent Siwoo—that's fucking nuts. He could be <laughs> higher, honestly, because like I think everyone's going to pick one guy at the top. If it's him, great. If it's Henley, if it's Connors, and then they're going to drop to him at at eighty eight, and then probably oh. one more. There's Wise is an option. I think that'll be very popular. Um, even Poston, like people are back on Poston, and now he's coming here that he won. So I think that's the type of build you're going to see this week. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, what about jamming? I mean, you could. Te- I mean, we can get into it. We'll, okay, we'll just jump at the top. We'll just start at the yeah. top. So, um, I mean, the ten thousand dollar range. I mean, other than Webb, right? Where mm-hmm. you know everybody's pretty much spread out. Other than Willsey's a little low, but it doesn't seem like a Willsey course, right? Yeah, I mean, it will be the highest. Um, and then Hamley. I mean, he plays well everywhere. Like, he's not going to play bad. I, I, but, yeah, he's probably not going to make enough putts that he's going to win, right? Um, yeah. But I think, uh, you know, 20 22% owned, uh, clearly the highest there. Uh, and then Lowry, and then Zalatoris, and then, yeah. So, if you got, if, if you were, can, do you think you can jam two of these guys in this week? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I think Horschel's a great option, too. You know, he, uh, plays this course pretty well. Uh, he's the exact type of fit. He's obviously played well at this time of year many times. Yep. He won a FedEx Cup. And yep. uh, he also is playing as good as he's ever played, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I can definitely do it. Like, I may go, like, a little more bounds with, you know, M. Henley because I think that four or $500 is pretty important. Do you think week. Russell Henley can win, man? Absolutely. You don't really think he can win. I do. Uh, well, I... I think he can finish second because I think Sungjae is going to win. Go. Um, okay. But so I, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, Henley, he obviously should have won this one last year. Yep. He could have won last good. week if he had a putter at all. Yep. Um, yeah. Like, I just think he's a very safe, you know, top 15, top 20, but he has a lot more upside than that with his birdie making. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he, where's he at on birdies and better in this, in this group? He's like, uh, where the hell did he go? He's, yeah, yeah, he's second. Or second or birdies are better in this. In this and, and and for Henley, you know, a lot of the damage that he does with birdies is on the easy courses, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not going to make twenty six birdies at Augusta. He'll make twenty six birdies here, though. Yeah, that's fair. And then, so like you said about Billy Horschel, I mean, this is exactly the type of guy that I thought we'd be getting an ownership discount because we haven't seen him in a little while. And you know what I mean? He, he had a couple yeah. of missed cuts after the win and nobody really paid attention to him at the open. And yet still he's going to be pushing, you know, 17, 18%. So, I mean, between, between those three, you're, you're on Sanjay and Henley. I'm on. Yeah. I'll play Horschel, uh, but he would be number three for me behind them. So those are my first two guys in for my main team. Yeah. I got you. All right, it's so, a very popular bill, right? It's, it's I mean, both of them are going to be very popular. Meaning, I can't play Siwoo Kim. You know, nope. I can't play Aaron Wise. 
can't play scotch stalling. It's like you have to know it's going to work your way down. From Differentiate somewhere else. So now you talked about higher stake stuff. So mm-hmm. what do you normally play? Like, do you do more higher stake stuff? Do you do single entry MMEs? What do you do? It honestly varies. You know, a lot of this year, I've just spent trying to learn how to make 150 teams well. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't gone well. Um, I'm more of, yeah, big single entry, um, like uh, the 100, 200, 555. Uh, I like three max stuff a lot. Yeah, I play a lot of uh, qualifiers and satellites for the bigger stuff. Did you um, get in, Did you get into the uh, the championship? Yeah, I I got knocked out the first week thanks oh. to uh, Svensson and Steele. Yeah. Oh no, dude! That's so yeah, um, yeah. Steel. And it was unfortunate because I I had Finau, um, who was obviously very important with the win, but it just, yeah, yeah uh, Steele and Svensson were. Fucked you. All right. Well, they're they're on they're on the blacklist now. It was funny is so like I've been trying to do like uh I try to refocus on DFS because I'm like, man, I grind over mm-hmm. this shit every fucking week. Why am I not doing it? And yeah. I was doing the same thing, like the 150 mini max, trying to figure out how to do it mm-hmm. and like how do I do my subsets? And then I hit and I was like, all right, well, let me go into this higher dollar single entry stuff. And yeah. I like the higher dollar single entry stuff because even if you <clears throat> middle. Like it's still such a better payoff than, and I yeah. wish they, I wish they had better three entry maxes. You know what I mean? On, on yeah, on, they used to, and yeah, for other sports they do. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. You know, I do a lot of my research early in the week, right? So yep. it's it's before odds come out, before pricing comes out, and and I don't want that to skew me. Like, I'll just use Varner as an example this week, sure. right? I like Harold Varner this week. I'm gonna yeah. play him this week. Yeah, but if I saw his price first, I'd be like, I can't pay nine thousand dollars for Harold Varner. Right, but you do the research first, and then you find a way to play some Harold Varner. Yeah, and, and like I feel like the, I feel like especially when somebody's mispriced, especially on the higher end, that gives <laughs> yeah. us an opportunity to be able to play him because nobody's going to be like, mm-hmm. "I'm not paying that price." Like you get an automatic automatic pivot spot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I love you're an HV three guy too. Yeah, again, not going to be on on my main team, but I'm definitely getting him in there this week for sure. Nice. All right, I like it. So the nine K range, we finally have more than. Oh well, no, do we? One, two, three, four. We only have. We still only have five people in the nine K range. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but if you're going to start your team, obviously with him and uh, and and Henley, so you're not going to have anybody else in the nine K range. Um, I will. I will. Uh, not on my a main team, main but team. I, I did bet Adam Scott. Um, okay. So I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him. I think um, he obviously, you know, he had the win here last year. Uh, if he just makes a three footer, four footer, whatever that was. Um, it was. It was a three footer, and it was so yeah. painful because I had money on Scott that week. I think we're due for some redemption there. He's been playing really well. And then really last well. week, he just he blew up on Saturday, had, had three of the best rounds of the week on um, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So you take out that, he shot like six over on, yeah. on Saturday. You take it out, he's in the top three or four. So um, I think this is a perfect spot for him. He's putting well. Um, yeah, I like Adam Scott a lot. Yeah, I like Adam Scott too. Um, I'm just wondering how much ownership he's going to get. What do you think about Hatton, right? So he's going to be the lowest own guy in this range he yeah. just has he hasn't played good in the u.s other than the pga championship and he's such a tough guy for me to figure out like i love to watch him because of his temper and like how animated he is on on the course like i like guys like that who seem like me uh, who lose their mind even though you know yeah so but eight percent like i feel like i think he'll be lower than that too like he he's certainly not going to be owned with the names around him like we skip Corey connors who's going to be one of the most popular guys right uh, pick this week um yeah i mean i agree hatton he just hasn't been great um as you said especially over here recently uh, not that he can he's done right. it um and he played okay the last couple of weeks but those are links courses and yeah, he always gets a little different. bit of a boost there 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we really haven't, he played okay at the PGA, but really before that, um, Nothing. it's been a long time. <laughs> yes. It's the Florida swing. Yeah. And, and I just need a, so he always says whenever I bet him after I bet him, I'll hear him do a fucking post round interview. I'm like, ah, oh, the course just doesn't fit my eye. I'm like, can I get a list of courses that don't fit your eye? So I stop betting you on these courses. Thinking of joining WinBet now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you got to check out the WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. So, they know we sent you that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. The offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in state where play through win bet is available. If you or someone, you know, has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. And our discord channel, you got to make sure you go check out the new discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Yeah, like you would think this one does because it's a little more kind of Euro, shorter, tree-line, yep. Parkland's accuracy. But Hatton's not necessarily like the most accurate off the tee. He's a good nope. iron player, and he's a yep. good putter. And um, yeah, I just – he's not for me this week. Yeah, I agree. I think he's – if you want to take a shot on Hatton and get him at his number on the outright and, yeah. or – each ways uh, for the, the Canadians and Europeans. Yeah, there were some, I saw like 40. I saw 45 this morning. I, and I was sorry. like, like that's close, but my card was done. I had, you know, Scott Henley and, and Kim already. And I was like, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you got to see, so I got to see you too. What number did you get to see you at? No, the other Kim, Ju Kim. Oh, all right. So it, we're here. I think we're about to get to him because I need to talk <laughs> yeah. to you about this guy because I, it's, I'm constantly like, he was the he was the awesome new eye, like eye candy toy of the week, and I was like, "There's no way he's going to keep doing it." And I, I don't know how many weeks in a row I've said he's not going to keep doing it, and he keeps, keeps doing it, fucking doing it. So is this is this like is he legit? Yes, he is. He's he's the next one of those guys, the next M, and yeah, he uh, he's number one ranked amateur for a reason, you know, number one kind of junior coming out of Korea, and he's yeah. got just the perfect game for this, right? He is not long. He'll hit drives like. 270, 265. Yeah, be like, um, be like us, be like us out there. He hits a lot of fairways, though. Uh, he has shown iron play has been awesome. I think each of the last four weeks, it's kind of. I think he's gotten better every week. You know, the Scottish is kind of where everybody saw him, and it was hard because uh, we didn't really have the stats from there until afterwards. But right. played really well at, at at the Open Championship, especially the first days, uh, and then played great at at the 3M over the weekend, and really played awesome every day last week. Um, yeah. He's hitting fairways. The irons are good. Short game's good. The putting is good. Just a perfect course for him. Fuck, man. And so, like, I, but his, this is what kills me, right? Because I'm super superstitious mm-hmm. and I'm a gut handicapper. Like, yep. I definitely use all the stats. I say I'm a gut handicapper, but I've turned into a complete, mm-hmm. like, just like a stat. And I use my yeah. eyeballs too. You have to use your eyeballs, right? And and I'm just so superstitious that it's like, all right, I've been waiting to jump on, and I just I need him to like miss a cut before I jump on because I feel like yeah. if I get on this week. He's going to miss the cut. Like, I just, I, I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, it's tough because he came out that first week. He was so underpriced on DraftKings yeah. that it seems like now you're overpaying for him. But I don't, like, that first week when he was, like, in the low sevens, he should have been, like, 8500 that week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, I agree. He was priced that way in the outright market, but he was added late. And, of course, DraftKings doesn't know what to do with that, so they just priced him really low. But, um, yeah, like, I don't think he's, he's a great value for DraftKings. But I think he's appropriately priced, and I think he has a lot of win equity. 
for that price too. Yeah, I mean, eighty six hundred, he can make some shit fit, especially if you don't gym. I mean, and I guess he's going to be half as owned as the other kid. So, so I'm seeing him pretty close, mm-hmm. but so it won't be close. I don't think. Okay, and listen, I'm uh, like so I, so. I only use like two different spots. I'm trying to find like a third spot for it. I think I've lost two bets to your boy Wiley <laughs> on fucking uh, on ownership. Uh, so it, it it's difficult for me, and it's like fuck, man. Like, what about Kisner? Like he's like this seems like a perfect course for him, but so does yeah, last week. So that's what I mean. Like there are guys like that, like Kenny McCarthy and Kevin Kisner, yeah. who even if nobody mentions them, like they're going to be 10, 12, 14 percent, right? Because, exactly. Like, exactly. At least because they play this course really well. So like it's them, and you have Kim, and then down below you have Wise Harmon. Like there's all these guys. It's just guys. I don't think Tom Kim can be more than like. 12% owned. He's just not going to get there. Oh, fuck, man. You're going to make me jump on but, this guy now. And, and when he misses the cut, you can blame me. because I, yeah, I mean, on him. he's going to hit fairways and greens. Like, could he lose four strokes putting? Of course. That's always the risk with him. But um, yeah. he is gained putting uh, at the U.S. Open, the Scottish, the Open, and the Rocket Mortgage. So, you know, he's putting well right now. Yeah. So what do you think? So what do you think about Sibu other than, other than his ownership? Right. Like, I mean, it seems yeah. like he should be playing, right? Like, it seems like he should sure. be. Yeah. I just think if you play Siwoo, right, you just have to be very different with the build. Like, that's the type of build if, like, you know, you started with Horschel. Yep. And then maybe threw in, like, a Varner, right? Like, yeah. a Horschel, Varner, and then going to Siwoo, that then will not fine. be a popular combination. Right. And that's fine. obviously a good team. So, right. I think you just have to build those a lot more carefully. I would agree with that. So, what do you think about Denny McCarthy? I know my boy John is on him this week. <laughs> I was, I was on so heavy week. last week too. I know I was so heavy last week. So was I, I this fucking asshole. <laughs> he's probably not going to win just because it's, you know, even if you have a bad week, it's hard to be that bad and then, you know, be that good. But, win. Yeah. Um, but how he does it is with the putter. So yep. like, you just never know. I mean, I think he'll play well. I don't think I'll have very much of him, but he is in, in my player. Right now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I would play him over Kisner. I'll say that. Like they're kind of the same player here. I would I'd play McCarthy over Kisner. I would agree with that. And like Kisner to me is just such like a like a cockroach, not his personality or anything like that. But like whenever I bet on him, yeah. he doesn't do anything. Whenever I bet against him, he makes the cut on the number and then crushes my matchup over the weekend. Or yeah, well, he's the type of guy like he out. was at the open that you want to play at like sixty nine hundred low sevens in a strong yeah. field because he can make the cut but also has some upside. But here. He would have to be like in the top ten or top fifteen for that price at least, and you know, yep. probably not happening. Yeah, no. And, and uh, what's his course history? Isn't even that great here, is it? Where's it at? Oh, he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tart is never mind. Just yeah, I forgot about that last week. So, yeah, and he got a T three prior to that. God damn, that's the uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, like, there's guys like that who just play well here, and sure, you can blindly plug them in, but it's it's not like he's going to be five percent on. He's still you know yeah, still he's bottom. still going to be yeah exactly. And, and past performance does not indicate future results. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> the um so yeah so I, what about Pendrith man? I mean he kind of obviously didn't show up on on Sunday, but what a fucking great week from that kid. Yeah, I mean I think um I think people saw what Pendrith is right. He he's a monster off the tee. Yeah. He was just hitting it like 400 yards in the middle of most of the fairways. Mm-hmm. And he's a pretty good wedge player and pretty good, uh, I'll call it low to mid-iron player. Sure. But I think this golf course is it's just different. You can't overpower a driver. You're going to have to scramble. And if there's anything that he was terrible with last week, it was the short game, uh, yes. especially his, his, Real bad. his kind of 18, 20-yard pitches and chips. Um, and I think there's more long irons here. 
So uh, last week, you know, he was hitting shots from 80 yards and 60 yards. Right. Now he's going to have 160, 150. I, I just don't think it's a good fit for him here. Yeah, I like it. I'm with you on that. Uh, all right. So anybody else? Any, any other thoughts on it? What about? What about? I call him Gazuntike. It's uh, Zayden Hoot. <laughs> he's the pivot here. Yeah. But, he's, but why? He doesn't do anything. He never does anything. And you're the European guy. Yeah. He never does so, anything. Yeah. So I mean, I think you have to realize, like, one, we still have a pretty small sample on him, right? Like, he's been around for a couple of years, but he doesn't play a ton of events, um, and he doesn't play a lot of B sort of events. Like we saw him at like majors and Open. WGCs and yeah. he's not going to have really good stats there necessarily, but right. um, he hits fairways one, right. Which is kind of really key where you're here. starting yeah, here. Key here. Yeah, he does make birdies because he's a very, very good putter. Um, and people don't really know that about him because most of the kind of Euro guys have a stigma about not being good putters. This guy's right. an awesome putter, you know, okay. like, I mean, he's a top 10 putter probably in this field. And I think, his best uh, kind of proximity range is also wedges and like those 400 to 450 yard par five. So yeah, uh, sorry, par four. So I think yeah. it makes sense that he would fit here. Um, and he's the guy who's going to be 8% in that range or less versus everybody else. So again, don't make him your first guy in, but if you're going to play like a Siwoo team, you can pair him with Bez and no one's going to have that. Right. Would you, would like you, that. would you rather Rose or Bez? I would rather Bez this week. And as a, is it just your so, European bias? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Rose, yeah. No, Rose, so Rose is interesting. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still very wary because keep in mind he withdrew from the Open. So oh, yeah. He was definitely hurt because if you're withdrawn from a major, you're hurt. Um, and he just flew over yesterday. I saw as of yesterday, or maybe even this morning, he was still in yeah. England. You got uh, a Rose a tracker, far. like the Tiger tracker to the Masters? What, I are, you, what saw, are you doing, yeah, man? I saw, How many like, plugs you got, man? Team. Right. He was uh, like playing golf in England with his kid, like either yesterday or this morning. So he's that's probably just good. getting over here now. Um, I don't know. No, no, no. Listen, that's but, enough for me. Bro. I flew from Denver last night and I'm like, I'm dead. Today. Yeah. Like we even talked about Lowry. Lowry lost his golf clubs. So Didn't um, when he lost his golf clubs. Isn't yeah. That? Right. So like stuff, his, his golf clubs apparently are in Chicago right now. So he's trying to get them, but yeah, you know, I don't really factor that stuff in, but Rose, you know, I'm factoring in the open withdrawal for a back yeah. injury, um, especially a guy like that who's older. You yeah. know, he probably he probably was hurt. So, yeah, okay, all right, that's fair. I just I can I don't know I can just never get behind Bez like I, like he's one of these guys who I don't see a whole lot of, uh, and I always hear him talked up with guys. Who he's not an exciting smarter. guy to play. <laughs> right, he's not, and like I I always hear him talked up by guys who I consider smarter than me. You know what I mean? And I'm like. All right, well, let me try him again. No, it never works for me. So he's like mm -hmm. one of these guys that I'm just like, fuck it, I just can't get him. I'm just never gonna play him. And when he hits, I'm gonna lose. Like that's just the way. It, that's the way yeah. it works. Do you have guys like that that you just can never figure out that you just so you just don't play? Yeah, I mean, and, and the one was Cameron Tringali, who also cost me in that that fantasy golf world championship. So he's someone who I just don't play. Um, but honestly, so is Siwoo Kim. So it just it kind of works out that here he's the chalk, and there's lots of <laughs> options because. Nice. I don't play that guy, and when I do, I'm just very wrong. So okay, all right. So so who's your who's your Achilles heel? Who do you play that gives you the most pain? Let's say over the last two years. Um, goodness, <laughs> so many it was, options. So <laughs> well, it was honestly probably Matt Fitzpatrick because for the last couple of years he was underperforming a little bit. Yeah. I knew how good he was, right, and that he was yeah. probably kind of long term being undervalued. Um, 
but I played him a lot the last couple of years. I've kind of played him less this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now that he's awesome. But um, no. Did you hit him for the open? Did you hit him for the open? No, I didn't. Had, had a ton of crap. Oh, my stuff, God. Isn't he on isn't he your Twitter avatar? Yeah. yeah, it was like a 25 to 1 or 30 to 1. Oh, I, I know. Like, Trust I know. me. I know. Um, and it sucked because I, I had the other guys, too. I had Zalatoris and I had Rom, and uh, he still beat them. So, yeah. But for this field, uh, the Achilles heel is going to be Adam Svensson. I've, I've been playing him a long time. I've me too. burned by him recently. But he's also yep. been really good. So, like, yeah. you kind of take what you get. Uh, but that's a guy that I, I just will not quit. So uh, I'm going right back there. Nice. I love it. I love that you're a Svensson yeah. guy too. Just constant pain though. Constant. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but you know what you're going to get too. Like he is yeah. obviously very unpredictable. Um, it's been weird how many uh, like penalty strokes he's taken recently and big numbers. He's just right? kept hitting the ball in the water, stuff like that. Uh, not that he's the most accurate driver, but he's not that inaccurate. And uh, but he makes so many birdies. Like even those rounds where he had a couple doubles and triples, he was shooting even par because he made six yeah. birdies. So yeah. um, at this course, I'm I'm super heavy on you know I want guys who can make birdies because you're not really going to make doubles and triples out here. Yeah, no, I agree. You, you don't have as much trouble as you do at other courses. So uh, what? I know we've been. I feel like we've been talking about every fucking guy, but I just want. Uh, what, what about Davis Riley this week? Kind of tr- trending downward, but his outright numbers okay. I feel like yeah, probably not. Ownership. Probably not a win. Yeah, probably not gonna I'll bet him to win anything like that. But I, I absolutely think this is the week to go back to him. He, um, he kind of has this like he's obviously a great ball striker. There's no doubt about that, and has struggled with the putting. But I think there's this this stigma about him that he's a bomber because he sprays it a little bit. Mm-hmm. He does hit it plenty far. But think about his best performances this year. They were at at sure, Valspar sure. and at Colonial, right? Yeah. I mean, Valspar and Colonial are both probably comp courses for this in some capacity. Kevin Kisner's done really definitely well. Colonial, definitely Colonial. Right? Like, yeah. there's a lot there. Um, and he almost won both of them. So I would definitely go there, um, especially, again, because he's right, like, for example, right next to Aaron Wise, who's going to be a lot higher owned. He's right next to uh, Mark Hubbard, who's going to be higher owned. Um, I would play Riley before both of them. Me too. I don't understand the wise love this week. Like it doesn't seem like it fits. Like in my head, I could be wrong, but like in my head, this doesn't seem like a wise course to me. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's kind of interesting. Like, you know, I always, yeah. I mean, I don't play that guy very much, especially when he's priced like this. But he's been really good. Like yeah, off the be, tee, uh, off the tee approach has really been consistent all year, and he's improved the short game. Like Aaron Wise was always a pretty bad putter uh, yeah. and not great around the green, and he's just really improve that this year and so that does worry me a little bit yeah i mean i just feel like i felt like one of his biggest weapons you know was his was his driver right i mean mm-hmm. he hits it he hits it a, a long ways i mean he, he i would consider wise a bomber and so yeah, if you can take sure. that out of his if you're gonna take that out of his hands then mm-hmm. and his worst it, you know it's his second worst putting uh surface i don't know like yeah, my concern I, is the couple of times that he's played here uh i think he had one miscut in a couple decent finishes but he's actually He's putted these greens pretty well, yeah. uh, and now he's hitting the ball a lot better. So if those two things go together, I'm going to be yeah. in for a very long and painful week. I don't think it will be. I, listen, I'm, 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 I don't want anything to do with Wise. I mean, he has two yeah. top 50s and a missed cut. That's what yep. he's got. So at 8,100, that's an easy pass. Easy pass. Yep. That means he's going to win now. Um, <laughs> all right. So the 7K range, obviously way too fucking big to talk about everybody. Loaded. 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 All right. Give me uh, – give me fucking – Give me two guys you hate and okay. three guys you love. Mm. All right. Um, no particular order. You can go hate or love. So, first. Okay. 
Yeah, a couple. Okay, so I'll do guys that I hate that I think people are actually going to play, right? Okay, um, not just it. like random guys. So I wouldn't give you an easy out either. I wouldn't let you. Yeah, I mean, guys. so I think because of the driving accuracy thing, um, people are going to play Brenton Todd. Okay. Brenton Todd, you know, he's been he pretty good this year, kind of long term, but right now he sucks, right? He's not hitting the ball well. Um, the iron play is really bad. He's gaining a bunch of strokes putting and still not doing that well. So uh, is he more likely to hit better irons or to putt more normally? Well, I think he's more likely to putt more normally and not make anything. So, um, yeah, Todd's going to be one that I definitely don't like. I like and then it. I think one that's going to be popular even lower than that is, is going to be Joel Damon. Uh, and kind of the same thing, right? He's been a little inconsistent, but hits a ton of fairways. Um, he's a guy that, you know, our community just likes to play. Because uh, he engages on Twitter and and yeah, and he, has events. and he has a, and he has a stupid hat and fucking yeah, he's like a guy I want to go be, drink beers with. Like you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. a guy I go drink beers with. He's not a guy I'm going to put money on. Period. And like he was playing pretty well this year. He had a great U.S. Open, right? And yeah. I think that's kind of skewing a lot of the recent results. But I mean, the last three have been terrible. And uh, he's coming out. He's come back from Scotland now, where he was really bad. And um, I just I think he's going to be more popular than he should be for that price. So. Uh, yeah, no Todd and no Damon for me. Did you know that browsing online incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other private prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it super easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet, encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be can completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on limited devices without sacrificing your speed, computers, tablets, phones, even your fire sticks when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Let's get it nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use, and all you got to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on, so stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right. We're, we're um, locked up on that one. David didn't even cross my mind. like. No, and I think he'll be on. But again, like I want guys who have a little bit more birdie upside, and and like when I think about scoring, those aren't the guys that I think of. So um, on the flip side, right? I think the guys that I I certainly would target here um, who have the birdie upside. I mentioned Adam Svensson. I yep. I'm playing him. I don't care. Stud. Going back, stud. Um, Mark fourth, Hubbard, fourth, fourth in birdies are better, by the way. Adam Svensson and fourth in approach in this field. Let's go. Yeah, and and he's done well here. Uh, I think he may have only played here once, but his approach was good. His off the tee was good. Uh, his proximity is good. Like everything is good. So yeah. he's definitely there. Um, I think number two for me would be Mark Hubbard. Okay. Um, still, still overpriced, which I think will help keep the ownership down. Obviously, burned everybody last week. Um, <laughs> he did make an ace and got some points, but burned everyone last week. But again, he missed the cut by a shot, and you know he putted pretty badly. So okay. It's easy to miss the cut by a shot. I don't really care too much about that. Um, and then, so there's a lot of guys down in this range that I'm still kind of debating. 
uh, a couple guys who popped last week, you know, Moore and Jaeger and things like that. But I think more, my, I want you to yeah. talk about more because that's somebody who I was very interested in. So I think he should be, no, no, no. I think he should be. He's okay. I think he's really good as a long-term um, kind of prospect. He has won on the corn Ferry tour. I, I, I always give those guys a boost, you know, there are a lot of guys like Xander Shoffley never won on the Corn Ferry Tour, right? Like there's yeah, a lot of really good players. Real? Yeah. He had a lot of runner-ups and thirds. And, but, uh, didn't it was win. like the PGA Tour experience up until lately. Yeah, right? So more, uh, uh, yeah, more won an event last summer uh, where he shot 60-65 over the weekend. So he can definitely go low. Okay. And what I really liked is the very next week, he went out and finished second and shot like minus Ooh, 26. So he's it. definitely strung some weeks together. Um, I think last week was a spike week. You know, his approach was like the best it's ever been. He putted well, all of that. Um, but I do like him. However, um, I think for my last spot down here, I'm going to end up going back to Tyler Duncan. Um, okay. Dunks. He's just right. been, okay. So he's been doing it longer. Like really, I don't know. It's been like six or seven events now. Uh, yeah. I've been, I've been, playing Dunks. been I've been playing Duncan lately. Yeah. Yeah. The approach game is good. Um, he's actually for a, a very short hitter. He, is pretty good at gaining strokes off the tee. And now you're actually coming to a course where his accuracy pays off a lot more, right? Yeah. So I think he'll gain strokes off the tee. I think I think he'll gain strokes with approach. The obvious issue with Tyler Duncan is going to be the putting. Um, but he does make birdies, right? Yeah. He's going to score, and he's made three cuts in a row here. So I think when I look at the fact that he's made three cuts here in a row, uh, he's playing better than he ever has, really. And he makes birdies. Like I think it's a very safe play, yeah, uh, but he has some upside, too. Yeah, I think he definitely has the upside. So that's funny. All right. So those guys are both doomed. That's how I always feel, by the way. Anyone RSM, which I heard, I think RSM is a bit of a common course too. Um, here, okay. just with the length of the course and uh, uh, Bermuda. I can see so, that. Right? Uh, I can Kevin Kisner won that one twice. Yeah. That guy. I can never forget. <laughs> Back to Kisner. Yeah. I think I lost some playoff. Uh, with him like two years ago when he actually didn't make it. I think I can't remember who took it from me. Some scrub. Um, yeah. I have a mixed, a mixed history with Kevin Kisner too. Some good, some bad, mostly bad, mostly bad. Exactly. I feel yeah. like that's most golfers though. Right? Like the only guy I don't have a bad history with is Cam Smith. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. It's, that's the only yeah, like when you're betting outrights. Yeah. Like when you're betting outrights, you know, you're winning one or 2% of the time kind of most guys, uh, unless you're betting like a full card, but uh, right. Yeah, Cam Smith's a very interesting one. I want a lot of I love him too, I, but kind of beyond I, I, that, been crushed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, it, it's so funny when you bet outrights. Like, like I crushed the fall swing last year, and then moving into this year, the only outright I've hit is the three Cam Smiths. That's it. Everything else, I got a bunch of seconds, a bunch of thirds, and that's it. Grinding it out. Oh, God, fucking. That, maybe that's why I focused on DFS over this past year. Um, what do you think about? What do you think about some of uh, what? Like, what about Munez? So I think, again, uh, models are going to like him. Stats are going to like him. Um, I think he'll be a little more popular because of it. And yeah. Johnny Vegas withdrew. Uh, I think he was going to be a little popular. Oh, are you so fucking serious? When did he withdraw? He withdrew this afternoon. Oh, well, so I mean, he, my he withdrew because he's going to live, but that's not announced yet. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. that's why I asked he, this. Uh, I asked this last week. I was like, you've had Liv Saudi on your fucking collar forever. What are you doing? What's taking so long? Yeah, he's definitely going. So he's got, I think he's like number 101 on the FedEx Cup. So he's locked in for next week's first event and probably that's it. So yeah. he's just not playing this week, I guess. And he'll play next week and uh, probably be done and off to live after that. Fucking live. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think 
So, I mean, you just I mean, made me. You just fine. made me sad, man. You just made me sad. Yeah, <laughs> like um, the realization that he's finally going. Because I saw yeah, Vegas, I like Vegas that, too. Yeah. Because I made. I, I was in person when Vegas made that like hundred and ten foot putt or whatever down here in TPC and Sawgrass, <laughs> whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was. And I was like, "You're my guy now." <laughs> and I <laughs> lost. I lost so much money on him over the years after that. Um, yeah. Oh, all right, so he's out. Well, there goes one of my outrights. Yep. What about? So, are you team gutter up or not? Um. No. So, I mean, a long-term maybe, uh, but certainly not, not this golf course. Right? This is the exact right? opposite. Sure. Right? It, okay. it's easy. Yeah, I mean, look, he's still going to hit a lot of drivers, and he's going to have a lot of wedges, but he's going to get himself in some trouble, and uh, he's going to struggle with the short game here for sure. Okay, I like that. And then I don't play Cage Lee unless it's the TPC course. I don't care about that. What about yeah. what about CT Pan? He burned me a couple <laughs> weeks ago when he withdrew uh, and killed he burned like me last 40. week when I had like 40% of him, and he was like last. So. Huh? Well, that's fine. He he, I listen, love, he he burned me whenever he withdrew. It was forty five percent exposure on a, on uh, a MME. I was like, oh, that's fun. Don't have to yeah, check. No, he, the rest of the week. Yeah, this is perfect for him. Um, I right? you know I, I I don't like that he played that badly last week, but I'm willing to overlook it because he's been really pretty good for most of the year, and yeah. he's coming back to a course that he loves that fits him. Uh, makes a lot of sense with comp courses. You know, he won uh, the Heritage. Um, I think it's a perfect spot to go back there. It's just there are so many guys here that like I know. with Svensson and Pan and Moore and Stallings and Streelman, like there's so many options that you can't play them all. No, you can't. Absolutely not. But I mean, I guess I guess I guess we kind of lost focus, right? As far as like the type of builds and things like that. But yeah, you can't play <laughs> you can't play them all, right? But if you yeah, I mean, none honest, of these guys, I don't think any of these guys are gonna be crazy popular, right? No, absolutely like, not. Kind of last week you saw, you know, Kirk was outrageously popular and yep. Stallings was outrageously popular. Um, I don't think you're gonna see that as much, but like all of these guys, like Smalley and Streelman and Moon, like they're all gonna be like nine, 10, 11, 12% owned. So really you're just grabbing one or two of them and and finding a couple lower guys. Yeah. Are you going back? So I say you're going back to Hodges like if you bet Hodges last week. So I I bet Hodges last week and uh, mm-hmm. I played him a lot last week. What do you think about Hodges in a spot like this? He's he's kind of my borderline guy. You know, I don't think so. Hodges, so Hodges and Jaeger and Duncan are all the same price, right? Yep. Um, I think I'm just gonna you have to pick better. one. I think I just have to pick one of them. Okay, um, I don't fun. really have a good argument against them other than Tyler Duncan has been doing it longer than those two. Um, and I've seen him do it three times at this golf course. And I think that's my tiebreaker right now. I mean, you and your fucking logic. All right. But Hodges is, I think, I think Hodges is good. Um, he just, he's so bad at putting though. He is so bad at putting. He is. So yeah. Bad. But he has shown that he can do it, especially he gained it. So he gained at Honda, which is Bermuda. Yeah. He gained at API, which is Bermuda. Yeah. He, gained at, he gained at Wells Fargo, which I think, no, that was Avenal. I don't remember. I think it's, I think um, it's he, that bet mix shit, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, it's not like he can't do it, but you need him to really have, like, even last week, like, yes, he yeah. had a blow up round, but he played pretty well last week for, you know, for about him. three, four for rounds. And, exactly. And he tied for 44th. So, like, uh, versus Jaeger, who was in the top five. So, I think Jaeger has the upside. I think Duncan has the upside. So, I would play one of them before Hodges. All right, fine. I'm just not calling you Dream Crusher, Ryan. How's that? That's, that's and then you have Spawn. Spawn. Spawn's another one. Spawn won a couple months ago. Man. Spawn, Spawn has a ton of upside. Spawn played, uh, played great last week. Like, I don't love this golf course for him, but like, no, me I, feel either. Like I, think, I feel like he's too cheap. He's probably too cheap, but just because he's too cheap, it's like uh, gas station sushi. Doesn't mean you should fucking buy it, right? Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, it's cheap. Sure. You, should, you shouldn't eat it, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I was never going to get Spawn right. I know our boy Andy hit him. 
and uh and, and yeah. 200 to one and i was like holy fuck what a hit that's like a first round leader type jet but, his bomb yeah. was good like i mean really good most of the year and then yeah. obviously he he kind of dropped off after the win which you expect but yeah last week was the first week the irons were lights out the putting was lights out like maybe it's okay my season's not over yet i still have some events to go and he's why, back, why? So. see this is why this is why i hate having people on to poison me <laughs> with other people the fucking yeah i'm just i'm gonna yell at my uh co-host steve Hurry up and come back. The people are poisoning me with more bad plays that I always want to play anyway. Like it just um, depends. Like all all the numbers are the same, all the trends are the same. It just matters what you look for. Like if you want yeah. somebody who who consistently gets better every week, okay, great. But right. that doesn't happen that often, and that no. eventually stops. Like right. I'd rather have a guy who plays really good for four or five weeks, yeah, stop, absolutely. and then play good for one or two weeks, and they're kind of yeah. going through that. Kind of peeking back. No, no, I'm with you. I, I'm absolutely with you. It's fucking. It, it makes it makes all the sense. That's how I. That's how I place my bets. That's how I do DFS. It's like, yeah. All right, who, who's who's gonna give me the spike? Who's like I don't want because even though I say that, and then every, like if I do like when I first started out with the high dollar stuff, I was like, yeah. give me the snake stuff, and I was like, give me the ZJ who would give me fucking nothing and kick me in the balls and still fucking miss a cut. And it's like, well, I should just play the fucking other guy anyway. Like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? I had no upside, so it really did change my change my outlook on that. All right, so six K. Sure. I call it. I call it dumpster diving. That's what I call it. Yeah. And for years, I could always pick the scrubby motherfuckers. It could never figure out the top of the board. <laughs> and it, I go back and forth now. I feel like I feel like I don't know. I don't know, I don't know why, but whatever it is, it's I, hard to match them up. I know it's hard to it do is, both. It, it is. It's very hard to get both. And I feel like the six K range is kind of live this week. Very live. Right. Um, but. Yeah, but I think people are going to look at it the wrong way. Like, I think, um, like, a Rory Sabatini, of course, history, right? Sure. Yeah. If you want to play Rory Sabatini, play him. He he plays well here. Right. We obviously know that he can go low and make birdies. But, like, I feel like even if he plays well, he's going to finish tied for 50th. And, you know, it's not going to do you any good other than you get him through the cut. Right. So you got to find upside here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what are you looking at here? So, I mean... I was looking earlier at so not Charlie Hoffman and of course all my stats are gone now so now I gotta fucking scroll it. I don't know. Yeah, Charlie's there. Played well last week, but he's you know he's such an asshole. He's, he's, he's dead. He's like 150th in the FedEx. I think he needs like a top three or five to advance. But uh, man, I don't care about that. Like everybody's yeah. motivated to go out and fucking win money. So I constantly lose money on a guy named Justin Lauer. Um, <laughs> and my boy John uh, told me how many swings have you seen him take? And I was like, don't ever say that to me. And then literally. <laughs> Like, and it killed me. I was like, holy shit. Like, I feel like I know this dude. I bet him every week. I look at his stats every week. And I may see him taking five golf swings. Like, but I'm, I will, I will argue on a fucking podcast that I'm going to play Justin Lauer and he's going to play well. But I think he's going to play well. So I'll probably go back to Lauer. Um, he, I don't know. Like, and he, John kind of broke me on him. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I just look at the stats and he looks like he's <laughs> supposed to do well. You know what I mean? And like, from what I've seen, he sucks at putting. Everything else seems fine. And he goes between, you know, contending and getting cut. And he's going to be 2% owned. He's going to be, like you said, yeah. it's like Lucas Glover. Like, I'm going to play Lauer over Glover and over Shank. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to play those guys. That that I agree with. Um, so he, I don't know much more than you, other than he's from Cleveland. So I knew that. Oh, nice. Him. There you go. Um, so I'm a Midwest guy. Um, yeah. I don't know, you know, how much experience he has playing Bermuda, but I'm sure he's figured out. Like you said, he... 
he's made a lot of cuts, right? Yep. Um, and I think, you know, that shows a lot in terms of consistency because a lot of those corn fairy guys, they do struggle when they come up and, you know, now he's doing it when it matters. So right. um, I definitely like that. He, he certainly makes enough birdies, I think. Yep. Um, I think he's okay with the right proximity stuff. And, you know, I've been playing him the last couple of weeks. He's not my favorite. Oh, have you been playing him too? Yeah. Uh, especially in like in showdown, I think he's a yeah. much better play for like that sort of format, but um, I'm probably not going to get there this week just because there are some guys that I actually like a lot, but uh, he's, you like he's better than Glover and Shank. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shank absolutely fucking crushed me. Uh, Speaking of guys who can't make birdies and putts, like Adam Shank uh, is just going to make like two birdies around and, and oh, just, be, dude, just be horrible. So bad, man. He was the yeah. cut maker for a minute though. Like he was your, he was your safe six K guy. You know, make the cut and hopefully you're on the five. He just does So, so I think what I found about Adam Shank is um, he doesn't necessarily miss like three or four footers. He just doesn't make anything. Like <laughs> eight, nine, exactly. ten, like eight through 15 <laughs> feet. Like you, you will not make a putt. And I'm like, all right, well, then you're not making birdies. Exactly. Odds trader. So what is odds trader? It's the place where you can compare odds from all your major sports books. And you can compare the different signup codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activities. Listen, you got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet traffic, tracking, uh, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, and it allows you to keep track of all your activities. So you go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com dot com slash blue wire Oz trader the number one site for all your game day bets what do you think about what do you think about sloan so i'm gonna play sloan uh I actually, okay so okay. i played sloan i played sloan in single entry last week uh, nice and, all right and he he grinded his ass off to make a cut even though his iron play was pretty terrible he wasn't driving it well but he putted well and yeah. um i just think he's he's way too i actually bet sloan this week because um, the, the each right. way book put them at five. Yeah, well, so it's the each way book, right? So you get the top six, and they put them out at five hundred to one, which uh, I yeah. I thought that was like two hundred to two hundred and fifty yeah. is what it should have been. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's made three cuts in a row here. Obviously, was in the playoff last year. Anybody who has played well here that many times in a row and can yep. cut, like I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll and throw he's, and he's made the last two cuts. He's yeah, like that's what I mean. Form. He can make. Yeah. He's very likely that he can make this cut. And for sixty three hundred, like yeah. you want to talk about making like a M Lowry team. Yep. M, you put M Lowry Sloan, and you can still kind of do whatever the hell you want from there. So um, yep. I'm definitely going to play him. Um, I will. Uh, so th- there's one guy that I'm going to play here that right, I'm probably the only person that you'll hear this from. Yeah. Uh, but the argument is there. Uh, do you know much about Ben Martin? No. Shouldn't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so so Ben Martin, very interesting. Um he's he's uh, one of the PJ tour, he's won a couple of corn fairy tour events, you know, been out here a long time, but yeah, he can play. He went to Clemson, was like a top ranked amateur. Um so from South Carolina, you have th- those sort of local ties. This is the right kind of golf course for him. So he's played he's played 14 rounds here. Um on average, he's gaining half a stroke off the tee and half a stroke approach per round. Here. Okay. He okay. just can't putt, right? That's been kind of the big thing. Um, but he's got a really good wedges. He's got a good proximity. Uh, he does have a top 10 here, which helps. And he was great last week. Uh, if you look back at the stats, he gained, I think he gained four strokes approach last week or something like okay. that. Um, 
I played him over the weekend in showdown. He played really well. He was pretty top 25 or so, but he is 6,500. Um, and I think he actually has a little more upside than Sloan in terms of like, you want a guy who maybe first round leader or a top 10, top 20 bet, okay. but he makes a lot of sense. Um, and even though he's a bad putter, you know, one of the things that, that I looked at, um, uh, is not just the birdies on, on easy courses, but, uh, opportunities gained, right? Like how many good yeah. looks you're giving yourself for birdies, um, on those easy courses. So check this out in this field, he is 28th over the last hundred rounds. He is 14th over the last 50 rounds. He is, he is 12th over the last 24 rounds. He is 23rd over the last 12 rounds, number 17 over the last eight rounds, and fourth uh, based on the four rounds last week. So he hit a lot of irons really close to the hole last week. Um, and he's not a good putter, but he's coming back to his best surface. So who knows? He's 401 also. So yeah, fuck you know, it. these are really bad golfers. Yeah, and listen, I mean, it's just like Sibu. He's been a bad putter forever, right? Yeah. But he's a great iron player. You stick it to four feet, you don't need to fuck a putt. But he's, he, yeah, like I did bet him again with the places because that's just what I like to do. But is Ben Martin going to win? No, but can Martin be a top Where the fuck are you? At- time out, time out, time out. I live in Florida too. Where the fuck are you betting at with places? So get someone to bet for you on um, a Bet Rivers. That's the best kind of U.S. book with uh, each way. Okay. Yeah. I mean, anybody you know. So, I mean, you have to know a lot of people up in New yeah. York. Just yeah. kind of have them do it for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's the best one. Um, right. But, yeah, so they have have the top six, um, okay. which is really helpful. And, I mean, honestly, they have pretty good lines, too. Like, that's where – so Martin was 400 there. Sloan was 500 there. I also took Matt Wallace at 150. So, yeah, there were some options there for sure. That guy used to fucking drain my bank account. Fucking he was ass. great. I played him last week, too. He was great. And uh, I don't think this is a spot for him, but not Matt Wallace should not be 150 to 1 after finishing no. top 10 last week. No, definitely not. It's just, it's just, hey, listen, we're going to get lucky here because everybody's going to start, the, the books are going to start focusing on football. We're going to get yep. some soft lines moving into the fall season again. Like that, that that's, that's the. Well, it's the corn fairy time, right? So kind of do your work now, learn the guys that are coming up. Yes. Uh, we saw, we saw uh, when uh, Pat Kazire came up and won right away. We saw yep. Rio came up and won, like that stuff happened. So yep. you just got to be quick on it. All right. Anybody else down here in the dumpster area? So. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple other guys uh, that I'll play. So you mentioned Zach Johnson. I don't love him, but he's done enough recently. Uh, and last week, the approach play was awesome. And, like, again, if you're coming to a course where you're considering Webb Simpson and Billy Horschel for 10K, yeah, ZJ for 6,600, like, I think yeah. you kind of have to play him if that's the model that you're going for. So I will yeah. have a little bit of him. And then uh, you talk about your prototypical short course crazy birdie fest um, and in pretty good form. Nobody is even going to know that Scott Brown is in this field. Oh, I had him start earlier. That's it. Play Scott That's Brown. It. Yeah. yeah he, dude. I mean, he, he hits fairways. He hits greens. He makes birdies on these easy courses. He has a top three here, I believe. Um, I think he played with Tiger here actually when you're something like that, but he um, is a perfect uh, guy for this course. And we haven't seen him a lot because he lost his status and yeah. was back and forth between the tour and the Corn Ferry tour this year. But like he had a top 10 on the Corn Ferry, a top, so like he was playing well. Um, I will definitely have some scout around this week. All right, cool, man. All right, well, listen, you want to throw out any outrights or any bets you, you, you love out there before we uh, get um, out there? Yeah, again, so like if, I mean, if you're just betting one or two guys, I think uh, Wyndham is the type of field where you either go to the top or the bottom. So from the top, you know, I mentioned I took Henley and Scott, you know, from the top and then I have Martin and Sloan and Wallace down below. 
So that's kind of how I would build my card. You know, I think mm -hmm. not that there's not good bets, but like I think you're going to see a lot of people in that like Smalley, Vegas, you know, mm -hmm. Streelman, Svensson area. And I'm sure they're all going to play well, but I don't, I just don't see it happening. So. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I've been I've been so bad with our rights this year. It's been a fucking nightmare. It's hard. Like, yeah, well, of course, plus it's all hard. the yeah. plus all the best players have been winning. So I know, I know. Scotty and Xander and Fina and all these Rory short numbers. It's like yeah. I'm not betting that. Fuck that. No. Yeah. Oh, and meanwhile, fucking you know, seven eight years ago, when the only thing I was betting was fucking football, I would have <laughs> I would have came myself if I had a fucking eight to one somewhere. But now I'm like, it's a totally different I, thing because you're betting hundred to one, right? And you're like, oh, why am I never I winning? Know. Well, yeah, it's that's, to one. that's why. That's why exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool, man. All right, well, pimp your stuff, man. Where can everybody find you other than the Golf Landy podcast? Yeah, um, I don't know if we're gonna record this week. Matt's uh, he's been helping out with the uh, the flooding that's in uh, yeah. Lexington, Kentucky, down there. So probably busy. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm always on Twitter. DMs are open. Um, I don't do any content anymore written, but you know, you can always ask me questions and I'll probably put out some bad tweets about Ben Martin later. Uh, or maybe after ownership locks or something. Oh, like I'll that. be, I'll be, don't worry. I'll be, yelling he's going to be like point, point two percent owned and it's all going to be my team. So, um, yeah, but I'm kind of excited that, um, golf season's winding down. We still have the playoffs, which is fun, yep. but I think everybody is kind of ready for football. <laughs> Yeah. No, I listen, I, I'm with you too. And I, I mean, I do this shit fucking all year round. So it's like, all right, get a nice little break. And I actually go out to Vegas for the first week of football where there's no golf either. And it's like, nice, like nice. Little yeah. Well, plus, and so, so you mentioned when we came on a kind of uh, Euro stuff and honestly, yeah. I just tell you one thing when my son was born, uh, was it seven years ago now, like watching Euro golf at two, three, four in the morning is yeah. exactly where that started. And that kind of coincided with, started DFS and then I think Euro came out in 2017 or 2018 they started posting contests nice. that's how I got into it and I was literally I was up all night with kid right yep. and I was reading stats I was watching all the golf I knew all, so like that's so kind you were, of where that you were like started. you were like the idiot savant of of the golf and and I still do it like I'll go I'll get my coffee and I'll be up at six seven eight like whenever the coverage starts on the weekend I'll pop on golf channel and just like have it on it's, I just enjoy watching that because it's a different style it's different broadcasts like so that's what i was going to ask you it's, it's it's play. and like the broadcast is so much better right yeah so a uh, few commercials obviously um and they don't talk they just they show golf they tell you what's happening uh, they don't tell stories <laughs> they're not interviewing ceos they don't, they don't like, have nine thousand vignettes about uh about some golf no and it's cool because like a lot of those guys right like they're guys that they only have a couple of shots like guys coming up from the challenge tour kind of this and that and um, like really young players too, who you know are going to be good. So it's just it's it's kind of cool to watch them when they're first starting. So do you think that's helped you or hurt you in in DFS and making money because you know all these mm -hmm. like Euro golfers, and then you feel like you play too many Euros when <laughs> when they come. You know what I mean? Like when they come over to the field, do you feel like you because you're because you know them so much better? Do you feel like you have yeah. an edge and you end up playing them more? So I don't know if it's cost me anything. I definitely play them more than other people, um, right. and like. It may be that they tie somebody else, right? But I'm just going to go that route for lower ownership. But I think it's probably cost me in the fact that I've done, I've spent a lot less time on on PGA Tour golf. Okay. Like there's probably 150 or 200 people just in our Twitter community now who know so much more than me about PGA Tour golf. But there's probably five or ten who know more about European golf than me. So I, I, I look, I look at your card, I look at your card for the Euro shit, and every once in a while I'll just tag it. And then you and this one other dude, I can't remember. 
Yeah. 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 Somebody, so uh, Skyler. Sky. Does, that's a Sky. Yes. That's a Sky. Yes. Sky does a lot of the Euro stuff. So he actually, like when I was doing a lot of the stuff manually, he started pulling stats. You know, he was really good at that. Um, that was really, uh, really helpful. Foley is probably the best writer for the European stuff. Uh, he writes like very detailed write-ups. It's like you actually want to learn a lot about courses and stuff like that. He also wins a lot, <laughs> so he's a good guy to follow. Winning, winning is helpful. Yes, it is. He's been on a very nice run. So yeah, and it just kind of starts there, and then eventually, like we all end up on the same guys because they have, like yeah. we talk to each other a little bit, but we all kind of flock to the same guys every week. I like it. That's yep. good shit, though. That's that's a fucking good edge. So uh, so we got we didn't talk about live, so we're not gonna talk about it very long. But yeah, there, there is. Uh, an event coming up down in uh, down in Miami, mm-hmm. which isn't too far from you. It's a little farther away from me. Yeah, you know, a couple a couple other guys are gonna go down. You you want to go down and, uh, and see if we can get some uh, press credentials and uh, and see what we can do. Yeah, I don't know that I want to, but I definitely would. Uh, I haven't decided if it's like something that you know seems interesting, but I think by then the field is it's gonna be quite good. Um, yeah. Because that's not till October, right? So we'll have right after the Presidents all, Cup, after all everything. the FedEx Cup, all that stuff's done. So yeah, like you talk about. Could be Hideki and Cam Smith, and you know it's not going to be Cam Smith. Everybody needs to stop with that. No one, they're not taking my Cam Smith away. I mean, do you really think Greg Norman didn't already get all his Aussie guys? Like he is going to have a a Smith Scott Leishman team, and it could be Jason Day. I don't know who the fourth one. I'm gonna gonna, I'm gonna ask my next guest, Cam Percy, (laughs) about how (laughs) strong how strong the Australian connection is to Greg Norman because I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if it's strong, like I think they all know deep down that the guys. Household, but what he meant to their country and the sport, and uh, I'm sure he, he he helped all of them. And like I know that he mentored Adam Scott, like, no doubt about that. Uh, yeah. I would guarantee you he already has that team set up. So uh, oh. it, it it may be this year, it could be for the 2023 season, but like yeah, it's happening. So I called you a dream crusher earlier. It's even worse now. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no, no, we love. Hey, look, at least you get Cam Smith for majors, right? He's going to be there for. A That's long fair, time, so. I guess. But now I'm not going to have as much fun batting him. Like it's, I don't know. Well, he's now going to be like twenty to one, so you're not going to have as much fun batting him. <laughs> That's true. That as well. All right, right. Listen, really appreciate you coming on. Got it. Uh, you guys know where to find me, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. Uh, come find me on the Discord channel for SportsGamblingPodcast.com. And I uh, let's go break them fucking books.